No, I don't like you. I think you're a fake cop. The sound of your piss hitting the urinal? It sounds feminine. If you were in the wild, I would attack you, even if you weren't in my food chain. I would go out of my way to attack you. If I were a lion and you were a tuna, I would swim out in the middle of the ocean and freaking eat you. And then I'd bang your tuna girlfriend. Okay. First off, a lion swimming in the ocean? Lions don't like water. If you place it near a river or some sort of fresh water source, that would make sense. But you find yourself in the ocean, 20-foot wave, I'm assuming off the coast of South Africa, coming up against a full-grown 800-pound tuna with his 20 or 30 friends? You lose that battle. You lose that battle nine times out of ten. And guess what? You've wandered into our school of tuna, and now we have a taste of lion. We've talked to ourselves. We've communicated and said, you know what? Lions taste good. Let's go get some more lion. We've developed a system to establish a beachhead and aggressively hunt you and your family. And we will corner your, your, your pride, your children, your offspring. How are you going to do that? Oh, we will construct a series of breathing apparatus of kelp. We will be able to trap certain amounts of oxygen. It's not going to be days at a time, but hour, hour 45, no problem. That'll give us enough time to figure out where you live, go back to the sea, get some more oxygen, and stalk you. You just lost at your own game. You've been outgunned and outmanned. That go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I am the I'm so much crazier than I am the one who knocks. Go ahead. Make my day. Best thing we boy here. That's Brock. Fuck you. Everybody on? Good. Great. Great. Wonderful. All right, 9.15, everyone. Let's have a great day. <laughs> we are facing off. This is a podcast where we take two movies that we find to be similar in some way, and then we compare, contrast, and rate them. Today, we have two comedy cop movies. I'm Gabe. This is Nick. Hi, Nick. How are you in California? Uh, Pretty good. Uh, Computers. What if one day they were in charge? Thank you. Good, good reference. Uh, We also have a special guest, probably the most absurd human being I've ever met. Uh, Kevin Rose, uh, someone I grew up with, dear friend. I'm up in his big-ass mansion that he bought in Oregon. What's up, Kevin? Yo, thanks for having me, guys. I'm pretty, pretty stoked to be here. Let welcome, us. welcome. Just a disclaimer: we are a little IPA hangover right now. So <laughs> yeah, we went to a few breweries. Thank you, Law. Um, Our brains are a little simple right now. Yeah, I, uh, simple Jack for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm struggling, but Nick is going to lead us to glory today. Hopefully, on the other end of this. Am I? All right, I'll try. Yeah, he's gonna let the pick up the slack. All yeah, right. Nick, just well, do no more, pressure. please. Nick, uh, let us uh, talk about the synopses. Yeah, synopses break these. already. Okay, I don't fine. have any shout outs. I mean, shout out to Law and Kevin for uh, having me up here in Oregon. Is it a mansion? How many square feet? It's huge. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the square. What is the square footage here? I don't know, 25 we, uh, we'll, we'll It's a four bedroom. We'll pause for a commercial break while you guys measure the square footage of Kevin's home. Yeah, this uh, episode is brought to you by Redfin. Uh, type it, go to redfin.com slash facing off pod, <laughs> put in promo code facing off, and you get half off a new house. Perfect. Uh, Starsky yeah, and Hutch you. is the story of an uptight cop named Starsky and a freewheeling Carmen Electra banging cop named Hutch. The two polar opposite cops team up to take out the bad guy, a scheming Vince Vaughn who sells a new type of cocaine. Uh, Starsky and Hutch form a powerful crime-fighting bond with one another. That's pretty much it. Uh, And then the real Starsky and Hutch show up at the end and ruin the whole thing. Oh, really? That ruined it for you? Yeah, I'm not a fan. Uh, The Other Guys is the story of an uptight former pimp turned pencil-pushing forensic accountant named Alan Gamble and his begrudging Derek Jeter maiming partner Terry Holt. Alan and Terry begrudgingly start a work relationship and attempt to go from other guys in the office to heroes as they foil a plot to steal from the police pension fund, I think. Is that what they're yeah. doing? Yep. All yeah. right. Cool. That's it. Well, they're just taking a lot of investments uh, from different sources, and they're basically just going to like wipe away their credit by doing that. Smart. Yeah. It's very anti-capitalist. Cool. Good synopses. Very short, concise. Uh, we're doing these two movies because they're kind of about oddball um, uh, 
cop pairs because um, they're yeah. both buddy cop movies, but they're kind of like begrudging um, buddy cops, as you said. Yeah, they're opposites. Yeah. But opposites attract. And also just two just, super funny movies. And I know Kevin absolutely loves uh, Starsky and Hutch and quotes it often. So we had to have him on this episode. <laughs> do it. Uh, I think this episode, you had to do it. Yeah. Do it. Come on, do it. Let's do it. Uh, Amori. Uh, let's <laughs> break these down and compare them. All right. Uh, we got five categories for you guys. We're going to do our comedy categories. We've got spectac, hilarity, <laughs> actoring, originality, quotability slash rewatchability, and legacy. And we rate each of those on a scale of one to seven, one being lowest, seven being highest, four being middlest, average, or neutral, in between. Let's start it off. Spectac, hilarity, Starsky and Hutch. Spectac, hilarity is where we talk about the engagement level of the movie. Were you laughing the whole way through? Was it well balanced with its comedy? Were you distracted and bored and not really into it? Um, Nick, why don't you start with Starsky? One, two, three, four. We got a disco war, folks. Starsky and Hutch is really funny. I I, uh, I don't know the last time I saw it. Might have been the only other time I've seen it. Um, it's way funnier than, than I thought it was before. I don't know why it's so easy to overlook. Uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be shitty rewatching it. No, it I, I really so enjoyed funny. it. I was yeah. giggling the whole time. Uh, so I'm going to give it a five. Uh, I really liked the terrarium scene. Uh, oh my God. And the cocaine dance off. Uh, everything Vince Vaughn does is pretty golden. Uh, it's just really enjoyable. Didn't know Jason Bateman was in it either. You yeah, love... but he's not that funny in it. He no, the... but you just just love his face, man. I yeah, just love his face. Bateman role though. Yeah, it, it is. is where he's like, like the straight the guy, kind of. But like, usually he has like a little bit of like humor in it, like in Arrested Development. This was like maybe he was practicing to be on Ozark because he was kind of getting he's into pretty like pretty much his character in Ozark. Yeah. Just uh, another great scene is the knife throwing scene. Oh my god, just dude. losing my mind. That That's a little man. <laughs> It's, so it's a very Austin Powers scene, I felt. Yeah, kind of reminds me, we were watching uh, Ace Ventura when Nature Calls last night. Oh, yeah. And it reminds <laughs> me of the part where they throw the spears into his leg. Yeah. He's like, ah, ah. Um, yeah, all right, you gave it a five? Yeah, I did. What about you, Kevin? So I went pretty high on this one and gave it a six. Okay. That's um, fair. There's a couple, I think it was maybe a bit of a slow start, just kind of, as they were like, you know, establishing the roles of the characters. Yeah. But, um, and you know, it's got kind of like some classic cop, good cop, bad cop type scenes, but there's about an hour period where it just goes scene to scene. It goes from the, there's a mime, the mime scene, the, the, Dude, scene, so the, funny. the Japanese kid you mentioned, <laughs> followed by the interrogation scene, the prison scene with Will Ferrell, the disco scene, the coke scene. It's like a straight hour of just all those scenes back to back to back with like no lulls in them. Dude, the whole coke scene with Ben Stiller, like I completely forgot about him accidentally taking the coke and he's just like playing with his gums. And he's like, Hutch, Hutch. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> So funny. You seem, that's, a little, that's a great you seem a little wound up. Wound up? No, no. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just pumped, excited to be here. A little <laughs> bit paranoid, but I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. Such a good line. Um, that whole mime scene too is pretty ridiculous, dude. It's so when, funny. Uh, ben leaves Owen on stage, and he's just like, "So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that the invisible wall one again." <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> like he's like a comedian <laughs> with his last joke. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it, you're totally right. I, it's it's really like you're kind of drawn in. It, it is slow at first, and then you're kind of drawn into the movie, and then it's like nonstop laughs. It's just pure Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson at their best, like really playing off of each other Yeah, um, with a lot of good side characters. Dude, the part that makes me – like I'm laughing pretty consistently throughout. There's a lot of like – the little cop stuff is really funny how like Ben Stiller is like – or Starsky is, like, really by the books and Hutch is not. They, like, kind of, like, Owen Wilson just refuses to do anything that, like, is cop work. Um, <laughs> and Starsky has his, like, little recorder when he's, like, down by the water. Like, I'll laugh at that stuff. But then there are certain scenes that I'll just, like, burst out, fall on the ground, dying of laughter. Yeah. Like, when, uh, when Starsky shoots up the pony at the birthday party. <laughs> I cry. And then, like, him in the final scene as Maury or whatever, like, the do it. 
But when he, when Owen or when Hutch is like, no, don't shoot. Don't take the shot. I don't want you to take it. And then he does it behind his back and shoots his uh, boss. Yeah, the captain. Uh, I think I saw that in theaters with Kevin and we were just like dying of laughter. I definitely saw it in theaters that did the scene, the Maury scene that cracks me up is where he's explaining why he is in character and they're in the bathroom and he goes in and out of the Maury character. Yeah. Dude. Or when he's, just... when he explains who the Maury character is. Yeah. Prime like, Ben Stiller. Yeah. Oh, so good. Cause it's like, he's normal. He's just being really serious. <laughs> ben Stiller in most of the movie, like serious, funny where he's like trying too hard and, and, and like, like Zoolander and, uh, um, like meet the parents and heartbreak stuff. Kid. He's like yeah, the, heartbreak kid. He's like the funny. He's like the, the epitome of like funny straight man. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then, oh my god! I mean, like the scene that like throughout the whole scene, I'm like dying of laughter the whole time. Is everything with Big Earl in jail is so funny. Just him <laughs> and like Owen Wilson. He's like, Grr! and he's like, Grr! like right back to him. He's like, ah. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of. Uh, in Zoolander, when he like <laughs> dumps his coffee on his assistant, and then they have that like weird like sexual tension thing, and he's like, <gasps> and the, the assistant like runs out of the room. It's great. Anyways, I'm gonna give it. I, I think I might give it a six. Honestly, Whoa, I nice. laugh pretty hard in it, and it and it just keeps you engaged. Um, oh my god, I forgot about the Russian roulette scene. That scene is just like. <laughs> su- that is such good Ben Stiller humor. Him just it's like, like it's just classic. As soon as that happens, then Owen Wilson and the guy are like best friends, like hanging out, like yeah, eating like chopsticks together, like yeah, and and they're like speaking the Korean yeah, humor. so good. Um, all right, what about uh, the other guys? Spectac hilarity. You start. All right. Um, you do it. Do it. I, I'm like I'm between a five and a six, and I think it's because like rewatching this movie, you just notice how sprinkled like they sprinkle in so many little jokes in this movie uh and so like every time i watch it i notice a new thing that i didn't notice before um and uh i don't know i like i did i I had the same experience well they also like they they get you into it like right away because they're trying to make it like kind of an action movie with the rock and uh samuel jackson which is really and i remember Dude, I remember seeing the trailer for it, and I was like, oh, they're going to be the other main characters or whatever. It's going to be like The Rock and Samuel Jackson, and then the other guys, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. And then the fucking, you think it what I'm thinking? Aim for the bushes? Aim for the bushes. And then they just jump. And like... Dude, yeah, and and, uh, like it immediately goes to the funeral right afterwards, and you're like, what the fuck is this movie? Dude, Um, the way that they fall is is so... So, <laughs> with so the, funny. With the, with the song, what, what is that song? Um, oh, I don't know, but they're like... There goes my oh, yeah. hero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they keep the song the whole time as they're floating yeah, they, down they to their dead. for just a little bit too long, and the way that it's framed <laughs> just looks like... What are they going <laughs> to land? Like, crack the sidewalk, too. <laughs> Dude, uh, one thing that I will say that, like, keeps me, like, super... Like, laughing really hard is everything with Michael Keaton in this movie, all his little references to TLC, him talking about his two jobs at Bed Bath & Beyond, and... Uh, what is that? It's like a tick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> when, he, when he gives that like meeting for his employees, and you think it's like a really serious meeting for his cop employees, but then he's like, all right, well, let's have a great day, guys, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. And he goes, and uh, just to... Give a heads up. There is a rapist on the loose in Crown Heights. Oh, wait. Uh, sorry. That's for my other job. Ignore that. Well, I mean, don't ignore that if you live in Crown Heights. There's a rapist on the loose. Uh, dude, when he... So there's this moment. I was laughing really hard, and Kevin didn't find it funny, and he was annoyed when we went back because he didn't understand what I was laughing at. But it's a very split-second thing that Jimmy and I watched and like died of laughter when we uh, the last time I watched it with him. And it's... Michael Keaton answers the phone and he's kind of like leaning on his gun as if it's like a pen or something. And then he drops. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like right in front of him. Uh, there's this little thing sprinkled in. So I, I actually think I might be closer to a six because I think it's pretty well balanced. Oh, oh I was for wise. sure in a six. I think it's yeah. uh, this time. I, I, I was uh, I mean, I don't know what your rating's going to be, Kevin, but I was right there with you. 
uh, not liking this movie before this time. And this time around, I was just, I don't know if it was the mood I was in last night or what, like I was just exhausted and watching this goofy movie. Uh, but it was really funny consistently. It definitely grew on me. It's kind of interesting that there's like a legit, like cop, like crime mystery happening in the movie too. Well, it's like Adam McKay. I'm going to talk about this later. It's him getting into uh, what he starts exploring with the Big Short and Succession later on. Oh yeah, he's like really getting into white collar crime. That's so true. Uh, yeah. Steve Coogan is also so funny in this. Dude, I think this is probably his funniest role. That's what I was saying. Uh, it's pretty. It's a pretty classic Steve like role though. Yeah, but he's like even more goofy. Like. I think of Steve Coogan as like the brother-in-law and our idiot brother with Paul Rudd, <laughs> where he's like banging the ballerina chick, uh, and he's like, "We're doing just like a naked uh, documentary here." Uh, <laughs> How's your mother? She's dead. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Or <laughs> I don't know what he's. Oh yeah. That line. Oh, uh, and that's de- I didn't even realize that that was Zach Woods in the movie. Yeah, he has one yeah. line, and he goes, "She's." He's dead. like fantastic as he walks by. Yeah. That's great. I agree with you. I give it a um, six. What about you, Kevin? I'm coming in pretty low here. I'm okay. Four on it. Uh, yeah. The reason why is I just uh, kind of like how you mentioned. Like, there's tons of scenes, like little things sprinkled in, but <clears throat> but you don't like laugh but hard. There's not like major, like huge scenes. I feel like where I'm dying of laughter for like five minutes straight compared to the other guys. I think. Uh, what about the whole like Gator? Gator yeah. Gator's bitches scene is pretty fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, it's like you were a pimp. No, I wasn't. I was just helping women out. Yeah, yeah. When it's like slowly getting worse and worse, and he's like, "Dude, it sounds like you were definitely a pimp." And like we made a schedule. Yeah, we made a schedule. Like twice as nice each scene. Yeah, he's just like such a nerd in the opening ones. So I thought that was good. Then like the good guy, bad guy, uh, cop scene, where then it wound up just being bad cop, bad oh, yeah. cop. Oh yeah. You want to talk to me? That's the reason I'm out. <laughs> so good. Uh, so those are a couple of high points for me, but I felt like throughout the movie it was like not a lot of high points or low points, just more consistent like little small jokes here and there. I don't know. I feel like there Dude, were I t- like I would look over pants. and he was laughing, peeing my yeah. pants, laughing at everything involving Ava Mendez this time. Yeah, she was that great. That whole bit is the funniest thing. Even right before it, when he's like using Adobe Premiere and showing that presentation, and they're talking about the company, and they list like the company's jingle or whatever lists off how they do like oil telecommunications, like all these things. Like, never know what they actually do. And then she comes in, and then there's like the whole Mark Wahlberg like trying to kiss her and like yeah. trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Suck on her neck. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Sheila. Yeah. Bye, Sheila. Though, dude, the funniest part about that to me is the first when she introduces herself as Dr. Sheila Gamble. I don't know why her being a doctor also just makes it the funniest thing ever. Well, because she, it's not only, not only is she hot, she's also bringing in the money. So it's like he's, it just makes no sense why he's with this woman. So they're, they're adding more and more things to it. I don't know why, but this time around, I just thought it was the most genius bit. I also like every scene or, or or the whole scene with Christina and her husband, uh, played by Brett Gelman, is so fucking funny. When you you bang my wife, yeah. <laughs> when he's like, "It's Christina, are you deaf or are you stupid?" And then when they're like, they're like checking the recording and they're all, all of a sudden you hear them like shouting and they're running down the street. He's like, oh my God, they must have ran like 20 miles. Uh, Dude. It's funny. Kevin. Yeah. Kevin had his like arms crossed the whole time. It was like, not that funny. No, no, no. You were like, la- I thought you were laughing pretty hard. The whole I just don't think it was, like I said, the highs just weren't nearly as high as the ones in Starsky. So what did you give it? Four. A four, yeah, that's fine. An average score for a comedy, that's fine. Let's move on to our next category. Let's talk about actoring. Actoring is uh, where we talk about the performances and like how funny they were and if the writers and directors helped them out to be even funnier or if it just kind of came off clunky and, and lame and the acting sucked. So, Kevin, why don't you start <laughs> with uh, the other guys? Uh, other guys, I gave it a four. I thought, you know, I think both movies are they're kind of like the pretty classic this is the formula, you know, Ben and Owen or Will and Mark, they have like their sort of comedy 
and they just kind of roll with it. Like their so, strengths, yeah. I mean, I don't think Mark's the funniest guy. I think he's definitely a better role for, like, tough guy, departed, those kind of things, like we were talking about before we started today. But then, like, Michael Keaton, I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Rob Riggle, they get, like, small roles, but in those oh small God. roles, they do a pretty damn good job. But I think Michael Damon Wayans Jr., show. too. Yeah, yeah, I oh, forgot yeah. that that was Damon so Wayans Jr. So first thing, you're going to want to try as hard as you can not to be black or Hispanic. Yeah. <laughs> He's talking to the kids. Guns, guns, kids, bring the guns up. Is there a taser over there, too? Jesus. Uh, th- those two together are fucking funny. Like, I think that's even funnier than Rob Riggle and uh, the cop, uh, whatever that actress's name that we love, Nick, that's in The Hangover with him. You know, he's like, oh, not yeah. up in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know who that is. She's really funny. But, like, I thought this was, like, an even funnier Rob Riggle, like, mixed with Damon Wayans Jr. Like, we were laughing pretty hard at And they only scenes. got, you know, they only get a few scenes to, like, really, like, make their mark. But I think the, the side characters and the other guys do a pretty good job with that. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, what I about think you, it's really interesting, like, that, the, like, I always am, like, why – why is like Hollywood so fascinated with like oh we should match these two guys up? Like, yeah, like what is that? Why I don't know. Why were they like oh, good yeah. things come in pairs? Like Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell, we gotta match them up. Why? And they've done it with like three movies, I think. Or have they? Yeah, the Daddy's Home one and two. Oh yeah, and yeah. Then this. yeah. Which I just I don't good. understand that. Like I feel like it's not that great of a combination. I think it's, it, a bit, it's a bit forced. Well, I think it works for yeah, this because you have Will Ferrell being like absolutely absurd, and then it's supposed to be like angry Mark Wahlberg, but angry Mark Wahlberg like making fun of angry Mark Wahlberg. I just don't. I don't love that part about it. Yeah, uh, it's probably because I just don't think Mark Wahlberg is a good actor, but he's fine in. Whoa, this. what about in, the Departed? In, in general, or except for like the Departed, just in general. Okay, he's yeah, he's I'm not, I'm not fine. Huge, like I think he's him. fine. But uh, the reason I give it a five and not a four is because, like Kevin said, all the, the side actors and Steve Coogan. Like, Dude, hmm? Steve Coogan is it, – it, it's just a crazy ensemble. There's a bunch of celebrities in it. I think like yeah. almost all the money – because it was an expensive movie. It just had to have gone to all the acting. There's uh, so many. Really a ton of cameos too. Like ton of cameos. Like even like there's a scene with Brooke Shields and Rosie Perez and Tracy Morgan <laughs> that we didn't even see. There's a great deleted scene. It's one of my favorite scenes in the movie is with Thomas Middleditch and Horatio Sands. Um, at this really? art show. Yeah, I'll send it to you afterwards. It's what? fucking hilarious. That's hilarious. Uh, it's another one of like Mark Wahlberg making fun of people sarcastically because he's like very good at uh, everything. Like and like like dancing and art. And then I can't remember the other one um, that they figure out. Oh, he just knows a lot about like poetry or whatever <laughs> at some point. Um, I agree with you guys. I think Will Ferrell is like doing a perfect SNL character for the whole movie. It kind of feels like the, um, the skit where he's like, I drive a Dodge Stratus. I'm an important person. You can't talk to me that way. Yeah. Have you seen that skit? Yeah. 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 Um, it, that's I so love, true. Yeah. Cause it, cause it feels like that when he does that scene where he's like at the age of 11, I audited my parents and believe me, there were some discrepancies. Like he's just fucking goofy white collar, uh, Will Ferrell, who's like almost a straight character, but he's he's like so plain and past. simple. Yeah, with the dark past. I mean, this scene, Kevin and I always laugh in the gator scene when it just shows his face and he has the like knife up to his face and like the gold teeth. Um, and, it, and it's like the pimps don't cry. Uh, Mark, I, dude, I think this is the funniest Mark Wahlberg's ever been. Like, I think it's funnier than Ted. I think every scene, like the him keep... Like, he keeps shouting the, I'm a peacock, you gotta let me fly. <laughs> like, and him just getting too serious about stuff is really funny. Um, I think that's, like, this, like, the perfect for this category where we talk about did the writers and directors, like, help them out. I think that he really got helped out by Adam McKay. I think, like, Adam McKay was, like, yeah. the perfect director for him to do that. Uh, Michael Keaton, amazing. We don't even need to talk about him anymore. Uh, Bobby Cannavale is incredible in this movie. <laughs> completely forgot how funny he is uh he's like, when he's like bobby when was the last time you had your desk pop september 08 and then just goes back to his <laughs> computer it's great he's uh, great I'm in gonna... the support group for cops who have 
discharge their guns. Oh, yeah. yeah. You shot Jeter. He's a biracial angel. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I love it. I, I actually, just because the ensemble is so great for this, like, I want to give it a five, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I think five. it's above. Yeah, I think it's above average. What about uh, Starsky and Hush, Nick? <clears throat> I went four because I think Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn are like all about it. Owen Wilson is always just Owen Wilson. Like, yeah, he's just always the same guy. Uh, and he is in this and it's, yeah, it's has just he like, ever not been like the laid back doesn't care about anything. I don't character. think so. Might. He's kind of that way in Midnight in Paris, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like almost nothing there's almost nothing where he is a different character than this and it's yeah, fine like but it he, just, yeah he plays it so well it works but the reason it's not a five and i'm gonna give it a four is because the side performances don't all pan out really well like snoop dogg and carmen electra are just not good actors i think know? snoop dogg is fine i kind of like the all right fuzz i got the buzz like all his little things that he says are pretty cool yeah, uh, I don't know golf, but I know grass. Yeah, dude, I love like all the uh, the golf jokes in this. Um, yeah, here's your nine iron. Yeah, bitch. I don't know. Yeah, here's your nine iron. Dude, but like the I, I guess I'll talk about that in originality. What about you, Kevin? I give it a five, kind of like what Nick was saying earlier. Why do you look at Hollywood and like why do they pair certain people together? I mean, Ben and Owen just work. You know, they're probably one of the best comedic pairings in like this is one that you don't have to ask so that. Not, it's not forced but, but yeah. yeah give it a five because it, both characters are basically it's ben being ben you know his kind of uptight but still kind of funny guy and then owen just being the laid back you know the first scene he's robbing you know bookies even though he's a cop it's just they're both playing their roles <laughs> and, so, and then vince and even will kind of are playing their roles too so i give it a five because the formula works but you know they're like you mentioned there's not a lot of side characters that are doing anything i love the like, line where the police chief is like you've robbed like four different places and you've made no arrests yeah (laughs) he's like i'm just getting in with them (laughs) yeah and then they're i can't remember what it was but it's like always whenever there's some kind of like police work like i think it's like filing reports and stuff he's like he doesn't do that he doesn't like do miranda rights all that stuff (laughs) yeah and and when they find the dead body uh owen's going through the wallet he's like oh a floater yeah oh yeah he's checking that's right yeah, no, he's like, and I found the wallet. Absolutely no cash in it. <laughs> Keeps talking. Yeah, I, I, I think this is Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson. Like at, they're they're playing the same parts that they play together. But I think they're kind of like both at their best almost. Totally. And I think like Ben Stiller especially is he just gets to do so much in this movie. He's, he's so serious. You find out like how it's basically like you know they make fun of it in the other guys where uh the rock and samuel l jackson like destroy 13 million dollars worth of property for like an ounce of weed you get to the beginning of hutch and he's like a super cop like chasing down this guy and it's just like a nothing offense and and his cop like chief is so mad there's also, I actually kind of like the supporting cast because you get like Chris Penn in one of his last roles. Oh yeah, uh, is great. He's kind of like. Um, is he the cop Minetti? Yeah, isn't Minetti a lot like the cop in Ace Ventura: Pet Detective that he like, uh, he like talks about the cockroach or whatever, and then like slams his face into it, iguano or whatever. I don't know what you're talking I can't about, bro. <laughs> Dude, in <laughs> in, in you. You, we just watched Ace Ventura: Pet Detective, Nick. You the know, fucking, you know, I fell asleep. Yeah, you you watched the first half of that movie. <laughs> That's the great. guy when okay. he's like, he probably saw the size of the victim's dick. Oh, remember yeah. when he? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay. I hate both of you guys. Uh, anyways, you're having I a fever think, dream. I think it's five, like for me. I think it's above oh, okay. average because then you get. I think it's Will Ferrell's best cameo. Oh, they like, better than better than Wedding Crashers. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's tough. Dude, I think like it, Chad is so funny in Wedding Crashers just because when he, yeah, when he like walks in with, with the skateboard or whatever, pick up your fucking skateboard, <laughs> and then he walks in, and it's just like so jarring Dude, when you I, see it's Will Ferrell. But I don't know, Big Earl is there, so that, good. That in this. bracket exists somewhere, right? Like Will Ferrell cameo bracket. I mean, he's only uh, yeah. I mean, probably it's definitely up there for one of his all time greats. Yeah, I he mean, for me, everything in he, one scene like too. He in one day. He he just oh, he came, did? came on set and filmed everything as I mean, he's just so naturally as funny. Dragon. Yeah. 
That's what's great about it. Um, yeah, and then, I mean, there were side guys like Lamel. We Nick loves uh, Lamel, the like bodyguard for Snoop Dogg. Yeah, who like is correcting everything and knows everything about Luxembourg. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it a five. I think it's <laughs> slightly terrarium. above average uh, for comedy. Um, what about originality? What's a terrarium? Oh. Uh, which one? I, I wish I had that writ though. What are we uh, starting? Let's do Starsky and Hutch since we're on it. Uh, originality is like how creative the All movie right. was. Did it need to be made? Uh, does it stand out? I'll Kevin, be quick. You? Oh, you I'll be go? quick. I'm going to give it a three because I hate that they bring in the real Starsky and Hutch at the end and that they try super <laughs> hard to like pay homage to uh, something that I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was just for the fans of Starsky and Hutch. And like I'll, even the fans probably are like, no, nah, I don't want to see how... I'll, I'll, I mean, there's lots of Starsky and Hutch fans, but like, is this movie really targeted to to them? The guy Maybe. who plays Starsky aged very well, and the guy who played Hutch did not age very that well. Is, that I was looking at it after the, we watched after I watched the movie. Are they the same age? I think they're around the same age. Oh my god! I mean, that show was like early '70s, I think. Yeah, that's why they like they Long had it all in the '70s. Oh, this movie's kind of old, also. What did you give it, Nick? A three? A three? Three out of seven. Uh, what about you, Kevin? I was hovering between the three to four range. Yeah. I think I'll do a four. You know, it's classic buddy buddy cop movie. Everything in it's pretty stereotypical from like the angry black police captain, lieutenant to yeah. who's like from like black exploitation films and stuff. Like oh, he's really? like really famous oh, uh, really? like kung fu cop type movies. Oh, yeah. Wow. You know, ben Stiller's mom is like a former cop who died and he's trying to like prove to her that he's a good cop. It's I do find it funny that they had it be his his mom. Instead, like his mom was Why like is that the, funny? because I'm sure wow. they did it on purpose. That's pretty sexist, that they, man. No, I think <laughs> that they did it on purpose for the joke about the mom being that, because they don't like mention the yeah whatever. Fuck both of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too hungover. For Even this like shit. like when they're in the um, in the shower scene and like you guys like you know just like classic cops like talking about them being like the joke the laughing stock or whatever i give it a four though, just with the little like baby towels too yeah, that was pretty fucking hilarious. yeah i give it a four just because some of the scenes like the mime scene were pretty like original and, and funny but the movie didn't need to be made yeah i think that's the safest way to put it because I, I mean like i'm at a three you know it's based off of a show and it is just a buddy cop movie it's like i think that they add enough to it to be like like it's worthy of being made. It didn't really like need to be made, but I don't know. I feel like we wouldn't have gotten like Twenty One Jump Street had we not had Starsky and Hutch, like them making fun of these shows that took themselves too seriously and remaking it later. I just I think Twenty One Jump Street is a funnier remake because it's like really making fun of the show. Yeah. Whereas this is like it's not making fun of the show exactly. It's, it's just like putting two really funny com- uh, comic actors in it yeah uh so yeah i'm at a three we can move on uh three four three uh, the other guys yeah uh what about the other guys kevin i give it a three um kind of the same reasoning buddy cop film you know it's got funny scenes probably didn't need to be made the only difference between starsky and hutch i feel is starsky and hutch had a few more absurd scenes that weren't really things we've seen before like the disc the disco scene the, the mime scene um the prison scene like those were clever kind of like ideas whereas with um the other guys I feel like the comedy is more just like quick-witted, like one-liners and zingers. I didn't think it was anything original about it. So I give it a three. That's so interesting because I'm actually like, I feel opposite about it because I felt like there was more intention to make it like different. You know, like Starsky and Hutch really does just feel like a buddy cop comedy, but it has like those really funny scenes in them. Whereas like the other guys is like really making fun of the genre and it's like, we're not going to be a a real buddy cop thing. It's going to be like, like, there are some... It, it, it's just, like, incredibly bizarre. Like, yeah. the Irish song scene. I think... I, I don't know if you were in the room for that, but, yeah, like... That. He's, like, singing those, like, really dark songs, but going in and out. There's, like, a lot of scenes that you're like, who the fuck thought to put this in the movie? But they're genius, because they're so weird. It's also, like, super meta. Like, every... They're, like, constantly, co- uh, like, commenting on police work yeah. and white-collar crime or like what's going on like when there's that explosion at the accountants uh places like or, or like first when they're walking up like what kind of account uh, accounting MRI. firm is yeah and he's like i, I definitely MRI. have soft tissue damage <laughs> um dude i love with uh 
when they're commenting on the absurdity. I mean, like, e- even this, when The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson, like, jumped to their death, I was like, whoa, what movie is this? It's like making fun of a movie where they would have been the tough guys or whatever, but they're yeah. idiots and they're not good cops. And you, you have to, like, learn over time that they were not good cops, even though they were superstars. But there was, like, even the commenting on that when Mark Wahlberg is like, I don't I, – it makes no sense. There wasn't even an awning or anything. They just <laughs> jumped to their death. There's no – like, no one's questioning this. And then you get to, like – I wrote down, like, a really clever, funny scene that Kevin and I were laughing at is at the funeral where they're, where they're fighting, but they have to whisper. Yeah. And Michael Keaton walks in. He's like, guys, guys. All right, stop it! And like, he's like pushing them away, doing his whole speech. Uh, the the TLC references are fucking. I just think that's right. like a really. You, funny you convinced joke. me to move it up from a four to a five because I think a lot of that's these. That's where I'm at. What they do is they 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 throw a lot. The reasons why it, it the cons to what they do is that it doesn't always work, and it ends yeah. up like you, you end up with too much happening. I think in the movie, and that's I think what what happened the first time I I, I watched it. I was like, this is too much. They're trying too much stuff. But I think that a lot of the stuff, more often than not, the stuff that they're throwing into that big pot of stuff that the movie ends up being is creative. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to give it a five. Yeah, all, those jo- I, all those jokes are funny. They're things that you don't always see in other comedies, even if, you know, at its core, it's just like a basic buddy film. That's why I think, like, the, like, did it need to be made? It's not based off of anything else, really. And it's, no. like, it stands out a little bit on its own. I also, like, this is where I wanted to talk about it a little bit. But, like, Adam McKay starts really getting into his, like, white-collar crime yeah, phase where he starts too. getting serious. And, and it's, like, really funny. Like, uh, some of it is just, like, re- like, the meta humor about the SEC where he's, like, you guys are the best at it. Well, except for Enron. Bernie Madoff, AIG, Lehman Brothers. <laughs> he just starts listing everything that the SEC is fucked up. Um, <laughs> how like corrupt it is to like the conflict of interest things with cops, like or uh, with lawyers like that. Then you get like the whole credit sequence is like him explaining to you the last decade of like how corrupt like American yeah. capitalism is with like Ponzi schemes and stuff. And like he just he used a comedy platform to like bring all that to your attention and it, it, i don't know i just there's something unique about that i guess um yeah. i give it no, a five I I, but i don't think it's like I, I agree with kevin that i you know it is still kind of like mostly a standard cop thing yeah mostly shit we've seen before um that's such a common genre like every year there's like buddy cop movies that come out you know every so single year it's like, like it's just a there's thousands <laughs> this of is the second this is the second episode we've done on buddy cop movies yeah, because we, we did Hot Fuzz in the Heat with yeah. Clay. Oh, yeah. Hot Fuzz. We've, we've only been making... Hot Fuzz is... That's like an incredible... Hot Fuzz is like the... That's epitome of... Of like good, creative good buddy creative. cop. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All, All right, right let's move next? on to uh, quotability slash rewatchability. Uh, we don't think that every movie needs to be quotable or every movie needs to be rewatchable, but what makes a good comedy is generally like how how often you rewatch it, like you really love rewatching it and how quotable it is. Like are the quotes like seeping into your conversations with friends? It, could you say a quote and everyone's like, oh, great movie. So funny. I haven't seen that in a while or something like that. Uh, Kevin, let's we'll start with you with the other guys um, just because I'm sure it's not that quotable for you. Uh, I give it a four. Other guys for me is one of those movies I don't really like it that much, but I think it's more fun to discuss it after the fact like when you're like saying the quotes right now i'm laughing like talking about like soup kitchens and like like thanks to the f shack love dirty mac and the boys like, in the movie like, i kind of chuckle but when we talk about it like after the fact i go hysterical because that shit's funny so kind of like how you how you felt about mcgruber when you first watched it you had only heard us like quote it and you're like it's funnier when you guys quote it almost yep. yeah. yeah it's like a movie like i think mcgruber's funny also but I laugh harder when we are talking about the movie than when I actually watch the movie. Yeah. That's how I feel about other guys. That's fair. But Gators, Gators bitches better be wearing jimmies. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Gator don't take no shit. Gator don't take no shit. You, you, you feel me? <laughs> Dude, he, yeah. Everything, I, I think that like everyone knows about Gator. That's one of those things that's like yeah. so recognizable over time. Because it's such a creative, stupid thing that's in the movie. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so I love dumb. that scene. <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of people do like the even just like little things like 
a, a lot of people be like, Arnold Palmer alert, Arnold Palmer Arnie alert, who wants some Arnie Palmies? Honey, this is the one with the vodka. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, first seeing this movie. I don't know who, I think I saw it with a big group of friends, like Clay and stuff, but it might have been too early for that. But I remember dying of laughter at the quote that uh, Damon Wayne says at the end, where he's like, Hope you like prison food and penis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, th- I think it's pretty quotable. I don't think it's like the most quotable. Uh, I, I'm sure I haven't. Besides, the, I know that I've heard Kevin say like, Gator needs his gat, you punk ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, everything with Gator, I think I've heard. You say, oh, I got the big boy pants on. I got big boy pants on. But he's in the office like yeah. fucking confronting him. Every time he does that little like shouting yeah. thing, it's Was usually pretty quotable. Was there a bar mitzvah scene in other guys? I have on my notes. I don't know why the fuck I wrote no, it down. No, it's Starsky and Hutch. No, it's Shoot not even. way no. through Bar Mitzvah. I have no idea what that means. No, it's the. Oh, it's, 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 uh, it's uh, Rob Riggle when they're, he's like, it's in the car. dude. That scene that is one's so, so funny. good. I don't remember. I, I got to find it. I got to find it. What did, what, why did I write that down? Because he's. Oh, yeah. He goes, I thought I was going to have to shoot my way out. But what are you going to do, though? You know, bar mitzvahs. <laughs> okay. that's Yeah. It's like one it's, of those scenes. It's a little longer where than it's that, like, too. He says something even more. Because well, he's, he's talking about it, It's like you get halfway into a conversation. It it's starts one of those, the scene. Yeah. It's one of those bits. And then you slowly find out what they're talking about. Like, it, uh, <laughs> like in Super Troopers when they're in the back of the truck for a while and he opens. He's like, and that was the second time I got herpes. Uh, he's like, six like sex in here. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it's like I, I know this is probably the case for you, Nick. But over time, it became like more rewatchable too. Yeah, like, I, I also gave it a five for the same reason. I was going to go four, but yeah. uh, I just liked it so much last night when I watched it uh, this time. that I'm going to be quoting it for a couple weeks now for sure. Yeah, it'll definitely, like, if it didn't seep into your conversations before, it would now if you rewatch it. Yeah. I, I just noticed so many funnier things. Like, all the little, like, TLC quotes are hilarious in this. Some of the fights. It's like, no are... one says creep, creep. <laughs> unless they're talking about TLC. What is that? It's like a tick. That's my favorite yeah. line. Because it's, <laughs> it's like, so real great. subtle. <laughs> yeah. You really don't know what you're... I have, oh, my I don't God. Know, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I don't know what the Every scene... Where he's talking about his son with, who's bisexual, where he squeezes, he's like, "Well, you know, my son, he's bisexual." <laughs> like he just always has to squeeze it into conversation. His boss is like fantastic. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. That's right. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I you said five, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Five, five, four. And you were three, Kevin. I think I said. Four. He said four. four. Okay. Five, five, four. That makes sense. Uh, and then Starsky and Hutch. What about quotability slash rewatchability for that? I give it a five, um, mostly for the rewatchability. I don't think it's the most quotable movie when you think of like the Step Brothers type movies. But I mean, do it, do it, do, do it, do it. I probably say that every fucking day of my life. That's yeah, like that's like my top five all-time <laughs> used movie quotes. That's a hundred percent your number one. And then, I can't like, think of something else you do. This one's like not as great, but when uh, Snoop Dogg's like, "I know some people that know some people that rob some people." Yeah, like, that's pretty classic. That's a great line. He has great. I think he, they give him some great lines. I don't think he's like a great actor. But here's but, your nine but, iron bitch. That's a great line too. Yeah, I, yeah. I, th- I think it's just got good rewatchability also because there's so many ridiculous scenes. Dude, I mean, I completely forgot about how much like now that I golf with Nick, like I forgot this movie is like definitely made by someone that golfs. Like it, yeah, they yeah. weren't. It didn't sound like made up. And there's he's like dog leg right, dog leg right. <laughs> yeah, that's a bunker. What the hell is a bunker? Yeah, where they're like, it's a through the sand trap. Yeah, yeah. Know. You know what scene we didn't talk about before that's so funny is the scene with Heather. Uh, I think it's is I think she's Vince Vaughn's ex, who's like like gets no. It's the person that he kills at the beginning's ex when she's naked. Oh, that's right, that's right. Where yeah. she's naked and they're just <laughs> they're just like dumbstruck by her being naked and they're like how much how much do you or she says like sorry and oh you know no. he goes oh, yeah. what uh what uh do you weigh uh, and then uh, she's like what? what does that have to do with anything it has everything to do with anything and just answer the question please ma'am that's <laughs> like, a great scene the, the like, part oh. where she says sorry and he goes no no you've been so helpful don't be sorry don't do that to yourself don't yeah. do that <laughs> that is such a great scene i yeah i gave it a five I, I, both these movies, I'm so glad we did this episode because I was like, I had a t- 
tough week, and these just brightened my week up. It was awesome. Yeah, they're both they're both like happy comedies. They're just absurd. Like you don't really need to pay attention, but if you do, like they're even funnier because of the little quotes. Yeah. Um, I love when he wears that ridiculous outfit uh, and shows up at the biker bar, and oh, then yeah. he says to the, all those people, he's like, "Don't pretend to be something you're not. <laughs> it's not cool. Just be yourself or whatever." Uh, oh my god, <laughs> dude! Like, uh, he's like big Earl. No, he'd have to be. He's pretty. He's be, maybe how tall are you? And this guy's like <laughs> short. He's like he's not a midget. <laughs> he's, he's, like, like, he's, he's like five nine. He's like well, that's like just below average. I mean, that's not. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like borderline. Like and he's not really taller than ironic ben anymore. He'd have to be. <laughs> he'd have to be <laughs> shorter line. for it to be ironic. The nickname. So. I don't. You know what line is so funny from Big Earl is when he's like, "I had to give them something. They were just so pure." <laughs> or when he's talking to Vince, he's like, "Wait, wh- wait, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? I'm wearing like my jean jacket." Why? <sighs> yeah, like, breeze into it all. <laughs> I wish there were more scenes with Will Ferrell and uh, Vince Vaughn because Todd Phillips also did like old school with them. And yeah, th- their scenes together are like my favorite. Where he's just like banging the like cupboards closed in the house. I was thinking Vince is in uh, old school. Yeah, he's like yeah. the second lead with Luke. He's Wilson. like the stereo guy, right? Yeah. Um, I gave it a. I, I'm gonna give it a probably like a five. Dole. Oh no! Dole. I don't know. It's tough because I like rewatching it, but I hadn't rewatched it for a while. But the do it thing is like everyone quotes that. You gonna go and four that or quote five? alone? Four or five. I'm gonna get Pick five. One, I'll do okay. five. 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 Uh, do it. Let's do finish it. off. Come on, do it. Do it. Give it. Give us a kiss. Do it. Uh, he's like, he wants you to give him a kiss. He's doing this whole character. Um, all right, let's finish it up with legacy. Legacy is where we talk about the lasting legacy of these movies. Um, have they been talked about? Will they be talked about? Have they aged poorly over time with their comedy? Like, did you cringe? I, I actually thought neither of these movies were cringy in their comedy. Like, no, no f- fucked up scene. I mean. I would say the extent of it on Starsky and Hutch, since we're on it, like the extent of like a bad thing was they said midget at one point. That was it. Like nothing else aged poorly yeah. at all about that movie. And I and that was <clears throat> that's early, an old movie. Right? That's two thousand four. Yeah, that's yeah. Like super old. Sixteen years ago. Yeah. Kind of oh, crazy. So I definitely didn't see that in theaters with anyone. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean. I think, it, like, if you guys want, like, it, it did pretty well, actually. Like, Star, I thought Starsky and Hutch was one of those, like, almost, like, didn't do well in theaters, but had, like, a big afterlife with rentals. But did it made $170 million off a $60 million budget, Starsky which is kind of crazy. Did? Yeah, has, which is great. It has really weird, uh, like, Rotten Tomato scores. It has... How does the audience have 49%? I don't know. The audience is 49? I was like, Really? That's so strange. How, I can't, yeah, because it's, it's almost weird. so stupid. You would think in certain scenes that you would think like critics would hate it. Critics gave like, it, yeah, it's like a 62% for critics and a 49% for the audience. And I was, I, I would have bet you that's wads and wads of cash it would have been reversed. So yeah. weird. Uh, I, yeah, gave, I gave I it a four in Legacy. That's why I gave it also. I mean... It's funny, you know, when you when you talk about movies in hindsight, we're like some of the best comedies of all time, you know, people talk about like Awesome Powers or, you know, Zoolander is probably a much bigger, more famous one for Ben and Owen, so I give it a four. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm dropping it down because I just thought about that same thing. And even with like Todd Phillips, like this isn't my favorite Todd Phillips movie. Um, no, it's it's great. Academy and- Award nominated Todd <laughs> Phillips, mind you. It's great and more fun than I remember. Definitely more rewatchable than I remember, but... It gets, you know, it's in all those other movies' shadows. Even though it was not as funny as Zoolander, and you think, like, when you think Owen Wilson and uh, Ben Stiller, you think that. This was, like, peak Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller. Like, every comedy they were doing, like, you had to go and see in theaters. Like, I, Owen Wilson's not even that funny, but I just went and saw everything that he made. He's so likable. Yeah, he's really likable. Yeah. He's so hot. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it a four. I dropped from like a five to a four just because it actually had a pretty good response. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Where you have for age well. Uh, that one, like, kind of quickly, I'm kind of hovering between um, a four and a five again just because I think this movie kind of just gets better and better over time. Whereas, like, I remember when it came out, we were just kind of like, ah, oh, that one was kind of a dud. Like, it was funny, but it wasn't like Did it make super more money? funny, Will Ferrell. 
No, it made the same amount of money. It made Ooh. 170 million, but it wow. cost like 40 million more. So wow. it only made 70 million dollars. Um, you know, o- overall. I think people like other guys more, so I gave it a 5 <clears throat> other rather than a 4. Yeah, it has a higher audience score, higher IMDb score, like I think which was surprising to me. Same. I agree because I just think Starsky and Hutch is an easier one for like audience members to like, whereas like critics yeah, might I, like this is the, the most, like white. This is the most stuff. like baffled I've been by looking at Rotten Tomatoes for our two movies. This was a really weird one. Yeah, where are you guys at? I, I don't know. I, what I like over time is seeing what like happened with Adam McKay because it was like Adam McKay had this amazing run with Will Ferrell where they did like Anchorman and they made Funnier Die together, so they had the landlord. That was like super f- uh, famous. He did all um, Talladega Nights. Yeah, uh, he did Talladega Nights. Step Brothers. Yeah, he does all, all of those comedies with uh, Will Ferrell were mostly done by Adam McKay. And then right after this, I think he did Anchorman Two. And then, but does that make the rating for this movie lower? That that almost makes no. me want to give it a four because the same reasoning we had for Starsky and Hutch. No, but I actually think it was the start of something else. Like he was transferring from comedy oh, was this into the start of those. Yeah, this because came then. Yeah, oh, I guess so it then, did, huh? Yeah, and then a f- like <laughs> yeah. five years later, he did The Big Short, and then Vice, which yeah. are both like Academy Award movies, and then wow. he did Ant Man. Yeah, uh, he helped on Ant Man, okay. like he That's wrote it. Random. Yeah, that and he produced really it, random. and then like Succession, which Nick and I absolutely love, is yes. Adam McKay thing. Give me more. I also think it's kind of fucking baller to Trojan Horse into a comedy. All those like stats in the credits, like he just was like, "You guys are gonna give me a hundred million dollars to do this movie? Okay, I'm gonna like squeeze in some stuff and make it not a comedy in the end." I don't know. Did this movie invent the mannequin challenge? Was that a thing before? I don't know. Cause that scene, I, I like, I always I'm a remember B, B, the B B B. Yeah. I'm a B. I'm a B. I'm a B it's a fucking B, cool B, scene. B. It's it's very random. I'm a B rocking that hell. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm gonna give it a five. Five. I think five. You convinced Kevin. Me. I give it a three. In the in the legacy of Will Ferrell movies, this is near the bottom. Ah, for me. shit! But that's also a good point. Yep. That's that's like, that's if what I, I was... were to watch Will Ferrell movies, I could probably think of at least ten just right now that I'd rather watch. I, you know, instead of this one. I have liked it over time, but I agree with you. I would go with like Step Brothers and Talladega Nights and Anchorman. Yeah, over I'm gonna drop any to a day. Four. Yeah, I'm a four as well. Good, <sighs> convincing. Did you have a nice like, other stuff about the legacy? I dropped to a four because no. I knew you'd drop to a four, and did I wanted you... I wanted other guys to have an overall score of sixty nine. So, did you like it more uh, this time around, Kevin, or like same? Probably the same. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, you, like liked it before, but you weren't. Everyone knows I'm gay for Jeter, so <laughs> having a little Derek Jeter in there was nice. But, <laughs> dude, it's. I'm Derek Jeter. You shot me. <laughs> it's, it's so funny that he's like, he like gets like top billing at the end. The credits roll and he's the like, he? first name. Yeah, dude. It there are like, so I many. Think it says, oh, like, Special hilarious. thanks to Derek Jeter or something. But yeah, there are a lot of uncredited people. Sh- I'm sure sh- like Rosie Perez and, and Tracy Morgan were just like yeah. uncredited. In this no, movie. they're not. Un- they're they're in the credits. But oh, okay, I should have shot a um, um Final score. Other guys, sixty nine. Ooh. Starsky and Hutch. 420. 68. Wow. Yeah. I did not think that they were going to be that close. Neck and neck. I'm glad you were keeping score because I, I literally forgot the scores I gave after I gave them. Yeah, no, he, he always has I to do that. It. I, I would do you. the same. I, I also you. can't Kevin calculate. Is the sole reason why Starsky and Hutch kept up, though. I was going to yeah. say, I feel like I gave but pretty I don't high think scores. I, gave, he, he I didn't gave, give Starsky we and were, Hutch that many bad we ones. We were like opposite on almost. Like Gabe and I would give... Other guys, the score that Kevin would give Starsky and Hutch. It happened multiple times. Yeah, I kind of saw but that. I, mean, I just love the Ben Owen bromance. Like, that's one of the best ones, I think. Dude, it's. Yeah, that's This a great is, point. I think, an appropriate score if you really look at these. Well, how, how many movies have they done together? 748. I don't know. Really? Wow. That's a lot. You would think that they wouldn't They've have enough time together. to do that. Meet the parents, they're in together. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I forget about that. That's right. Because Owen Wilson's not like one of the main guys, but he's Wilson like the ex boyfriend. He's like the awesome ex boyfriend that's still like best friends with the family. Yeah. And, like, that's right. Builds him that huge like church or uh, gazebo oh, yeah, thing. But <laughs> even in that, he's playing like kind of the same character as Hutch and uh, Hansel. Yeah. Where he's like, he does like really Hansel. cool like pair hey, Hansel. Don't reinvent the wheel. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, all right, let's uh, let's give out some awards then. Yeah. Uh, let's give some accolades. We came up with some awards to give these movies beforehand. Uh, let's stick with the easy one. MVP. Cops. Cops. They need a win. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you need a win. You got it. Kevin's dad's a cop, so uh, this one goes out to John Rose. Uh, That's a LVP. sick name. Yeah, John Rose is dope. It's way better than Kevin Rose for no, sure. Kevin Rose is pretty cool too. K, K- Rose in the house. Um, <laughs> LVP. Uh, uh, shooting Derek Jeter. They should have shot A Rod. Is yeah, the LVP they, just A Rod? He's a biracial here? angel. Yeah, A Rod has kind of like a nice career track like arc though. He like was a bad guy for a while. Now people like him again. Yeah, because he's like a pretty good like commentator. Good commentator. He's. Bang and J-Lo, right? Yeah, they're like a big power couple. Yeah, they're, they're like one of the only power couples left. They tried to buy the Mets. <laughs> they failed. But... <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny to me. They're one I guess of the we're only power to, couples we're left. We're switching now to ESPN broadcasting, it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Well, the uh, batter goes down the box. <laughs> well, it's another swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. Uh, all right, uh, what is the Harry Carey there? Yeah, it's like yeah. I always dip into like yeah. half Harry Carey and half like well, um, you know one of the broadcasters from like a comedy. <laughs> no, 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 it's like the the radio hey, guys hey, at the hey, beginning hey, of Groundhog Day. What are the only power couples left? <laughs> yeah, yours is like a 1940s baseball yeah. uh, commentator. If we have recordings of that. Um, all right, what about comeback player of the year? Um, Performance that grew over time. For me, it's the whole movie, Other Guys. Okay. I think it's like maybe like Rob Riggle or Damon Wayans Jr. and the other guys Ooh, just yeah. because they just get funnier and funnier. As it for goes Six on. Man? Yeah. Or no, 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 for, for Comeback, comeback. Player. Oh, okay. That's, that's a tough one. It's, that one's really tough because like all the performances are pretty like consistently funny for both. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll give it to Snoop Dogg. I thought Snoop Dogg's first scene was kind of oh, like forced. Like... His acting seemed a little off, but as the movie got going, he seemed a little bit more fluid with his like lines. And he was like actually kind of like a great actor in the scene where he's the caddy. That's Dude, a, did that's you know like he's good scene. in that? Did scene. you guys know yeah. Vince Vaughn slapping him there was not written into the script? No, they were way. just filming it, and Vince Vaughn slapped Damn. Snoop Dogg, and Snoop Dogg just rolled with it. And after was like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> Snoop Dogg, that's a hate have, crime. Like, Dude, that's a hate yeah, crime. what the fuck? We Vince witnessed Vaughn... a hate crime on on screen. That's fucked up, Damn. dude. Do you think Snoop Dogg is represented? We could uh, rep him. Yeah, rep him. Oh, yeah. Represented from the LBC. Uh, okay. <laughs> Instead of a normal all-star team, since both of these movies have a lot of like cameos and like little tiny roles that are really funny, we thought we would do a whole all-star team of six men. A six-man, um, six-man team. People that did the most with the least amount of time. Nick, did you write this down? Yeah, the six people that we decided uh, are the six men. The six Best cameos. The six people who are six men are Rob six. Hubel. Uh, yes. Yes. Dragon, Will Ferrell and Starskin Hutch. Big Earl. Uh, the Luxembourg Terrarium guy. Uh, Lamel. Lamel. Uh, Brett Gelman. Lamello. Lamello. Lamello Ball. Yeah, uh, Brett Gelman is so. Fu- you Arnie probably you, you probably think because of the beard that I'm really hairy, but all shaved. <laughs> He's the one that's like fuck my wife. Yeah, the, the okay. hand the hand He's, gesture thing he does. You're a lucky dog, <laughs> dude. I like that guy. Yeah. Dude, the hand gesture when he says shaved is the funniest thing. Oh yeah, this shaved. Is, dude, he just is like he always is a great six man. Like he'll oh, never dude. be a lead in anything, but he's always funny. Uh, so that's four. Um, we said the Dan Band. They're the six man and. Pretty Fuck much yeah. everything. In every in. Todd Phillips movie, the Dan Band is and, six uh, man. And Eva Mendez as Dr. Sheila Gamble. Mm. Yeah. Yummy, yummy. Mm. Uh, she is... Eva Mendez She's is very, very beautiful. She's very average. <laughs> yeah. Maybe below average, even. Well, ball and chain. What is he saying? <laughs> I'm sorry, but my wife can be a real bitch sometimes. <laughs> She's dressed like a hobo. She's yeah, so, literally exquisite. Yeah, just... <laughs> So perfect. speaking of hobos, I don't think anyone mentioned the soup kitchen. Oh my god! Oh, you know that's Adam McKay yeah. is the leader that's of them. So that's great. a good. That's a good quote. We will come back. We will have sex in your car. <laughs> it's kind so, of disturbing. Hey, are you about. dirty biking the boys? So yeah, it good. is. It's super disturbing. Just and there's term, like soup and, kitchen. Yeah, Ugh. soup kitchen. And then that's when he's so... talking about like, and then a raccoon gave birth in the back there. 
Dude, we dude. found a dead mouse in a used condom. <laughs> that's that's as Mark Wahlberg walks up, covering his nose, and he goes, "Dead mouse in a condom." Yeah, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> um, all right, uh, is that it for awards? That's it. Have, like, that's the end of our episode. Sixty-nine yeah. to sixty-eight. Sixty-nine. It would have been so much better if we had sixty-nine to sixty-nine. Yeah. Nice. What do you guys think? Low. So, like, since we're talking about like buddy cop films, what's like your guys' favorite like all time? Oh fuck yeah! I'm glad that we just audible this buddy uh, cop film. You go ahead first. I I don't know, man. That's oh, tough. you want to hear? Okay. You guys go. I might say Rush Hour, honestly. Rush Hour, oh, Hot wow, Fuzz. Solid. I was gonna say Hot Fuzz. Um, Hot Fuzz is damn good. Uh, what Hot are like other really good wonderful. buddy cop? Oh, uh, I mean, like, it's not really a comedy, but I like Bad Boys and Bad Boys Too. That's yeah, a good movie. absolutely. Uh, National Security is fucking hilarious with Steve Zahn and. Uh, yep. Uh, Martin totally. Lawrence. Yeah. Training Day is pretty badass. Training Day. Oh, then you're getting into like. Well, that's more like. Yeah, like that's not. Drama buddy cop movies. There's a lot of really good ones, but Training Day is probably the best. They're not even buddies. That's. Oh, End of Watch is awesome with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I think I'm going Rush Hour, though. That's a good one. I think Hot Fuzz. What's his name? Chris Tucker? Yeah, Chris Tucker yeah. is so funny in it. I mean, dude, Rush Hour is a great choice. Damn. 21 He's not going to be in Rush Hour 3. Yeah. You know what's a really good one? Is. The Lethal Weapon remake in oh, sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, that one's great. <laughs> or the movie. Uh, did you ever watch Loaded Weapon? That was like airplane. It's like one of yeah, those like slaps. That's a good Dude, one. that's a hilarious buddy cop. Or one. Naked Gun. Naked Gun. Yeah. Uh, dude, there's a ton. I, there's too many. The Super Troopers I mean, count? Was that too many yeah. buddies? Yeah. I mean, it's not like a bu- buddy cop where it's just like two. Super but Troopers yeah, might super- get my vote then. Yeah, Super Troopers is like top five comedy for me. Maybe like top yeah. ten. Um, great audible good yeah that was good do you have any recommendations for things that other people should watch well first i have to say i'm pretty glad i didn't drop any r words today like a certain small like yeah dude so um don't don't, we don't condone that here yeah you were good dude you didn't yeah you didn't make any uh kevin seven out of uh, seven language drops in this any moves I would recommend? Yeah. Buddy coppers in general. Or like things that you're watching that you want to recommend to other people or just like comedies that you think people don't give enough credit. Damn. I, I will say we're watching a show called Dark right now. And I know Gabe's a big fan of it. Yeah. It's basically... Nick loves it too. Big, like a big, German big show. Kind of like, kind of like Stranger Things in some yeah, respects. Yeah, first. Yeah. Very fucking good. Highly recommend it. I never even heard of it until like a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, I... See, Kevin was... When we were talking oh, about it, he was time. like, yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. But he wasn't like very fucking good and he just dropped a very fucking good rating and that means everyone <laughs> should l- listen to it that is a very fucking good rating approved by v- Kevin. yeah that's good uh what about you nick um i think when this episode comes out we'll have already done our our bonus yeah. episode on the boys yeah we're doing a se- yeah we yeah. did a uh season two breakdown of the boys i think uh yeah, that's it. I mean, that's a great one. Uh, Ted Just Lasso and Mythic Quest. Ted Lasso, beautiful, beautiful show, dude. Beautiful show. And then, uh, if you have Apple TV Plus, watch Ted Lasso, but definitely watch Mythic Quest because if you like, it's always sunny in so Philadelphia great. and Silicon Valley. It is really funny. No, um, I don't watch Sunny. Yeah, let's watch some Sunny later. Uh, Kevin and I are actually going to be going to a few breweries today. Safe. Uh, with our masks on, gonna go to a few, a few brewer, breweries. <laughs> just gonna pour oh IPAs. God, just gonna pour IPAs. Just straight mask. through the mask. Yeah, <laughs> no, you get those I'm, ones with the, like the little hole in it. And you can like sip through with a sippy cup. I know yeah. that. So they do you're the just, ones like, waterboarding yourselves with with uh, yeah with uh, ale. That's West a good Coast idea. Ale. That's a good idea. <laughs> we we're should do that. Waterboard ourselves. With yeah. Frothy all right. Ales. So we're gonna waterboard ourselves all day. Uh, next week, I don't know what we're doing because we're recording this a month ahead, but, uh, it's probably going to be a Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. Music. Thanksgiving. Uh, oh, if you do a Christmas one, I have to be on one of the Christmas ones. Not music. Oh yeah. Let's do that. We have to, uh, yeah. You will, Kevin, Kevin will be back on. He was a little subdued today because he's very hungover, but he'll be back on. Uh, we'll give him uh, a lot of, uh, cocaine sweetener before i want the sweetener from starsky and hutch. yeah he was gonna have the starsky and hutch coke did you notice in the other guys when their car is covered in coke one of the yeah. uh bodyguards like grabs it, it and puts it on oh, his yeah. gums it's like a very specific moment all right anyways okay, uh you can follow there. us on instagram uh instagram.com slash facing off pod uh twitter.com slash facing off pod and uh if you want to follow us on twitter just look up facing off pod um 
And you can send us emails and let us know uh, what Christmas movie you want us to do with Kevin. Um, and uh, you can send that to facingoffpodcast at gmail.com. You can also send nudes to facingoffpodcast at gmail.com. You can. Uh, Actually, we prefer nudes. Uh, uh, full frontal male nudity. Or nice uh, hairy butthole. Or nice hairy butthole. Please send that to facingoffpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, do you guys have a send-off? Do you? Do we? Yeah. Do you guys have a send off? Do you I don't not? Know. Don't f- don't fucking shoot Derek Jeter. <laughs> Gator needs his cat, you punk ass bitch. Luxembourg's a constitutional monarchy, a sovereign state established over the Treaty of Vienna, 